in regards to instructor quality. Part two is titled, How Does the Quality of Instructors Impact Member Experience? Awesome question. I think I know the answer. Hope you uh, listen along and uh, develop your own answers too. Hope you enjoy. Part two, how does the quality of instructors impact member experience? So the round table was discussing this and they came to the obvious conclusion that members are often more loyal to their favorite instructor. They'll be more loyal to that instructor irregardless of the facility, equipment, or class timetable. Great instructors can boost member retention, but if the instructor does not feel valued, to stay at the facility, they may unintentionally take members with them when they move on. The relationship between group exercise instructors and class participants is incredibly valuable to operators, and the roundtable agreed that most operators could definitely do more to leverage the knowledge instructors gather about the member experience. If there is a disparity between the value members bestow on instructors and the value operators place on member feedback, this is an obvious place to start. Good instructors build a loyal following and will often be followed to other clubs by long-term class participants. The key takeout is if you have great instructors, know that you have them and reward them sufficiently to keep them. The X factor of soft skills can have a significant impact on a member's enjoyment of the class and the results they get from their workouts. Classes can be notably more challenging, fun, and engaging if the instructor has those elusive character traits which encourage members to push harder in class. Instructors are the front line of any operator or studio. They possess the most up-to-date and frank information about member experience. Can we be better at listening to our instructors and acknowledging that the freelancers may be completely left out of a regular team meeting or a debrief session? So this one is clearly an obvious talking point in regards to how does the quality of instructor impact member experience? Well, OBS, it affects it immensely. <laughs> so if the instructor isn't very good, and, and in very good we mean not engaging, and that could possibly not be their fault because they weren't nurtured through that process. They learned how to uh, teach just enough to get past their video and now it's a little bit more challenging. They have encountered people that will actually come right up to them and say things to them or they have problems and don't know where to go to get the answers and then they're not necessarily um, giving the answers to members. Um, it's obvious if the instructor quality is low or poor, um, the experience that members will have will be the same. Um, part of what I said is believe wholeheartedly if the instructor isn't supported it doesn't have have support then it's very challenging for them to be engaging because they don't want to get involved and then become instructors that come in teach their class and leave someone comes up to them and says there's an issue with a piece of equipment they'll say okay well you should tell the front desk as opposed to I'm going to make sure I tell someone Part of the problem of that even is not having time to even be involved with members because of back-to-back -back classes or just yeah having to, to, to run from one place to the other and not being able to engage with them. So 
that's a problem too and as much as owners think may think and they're right to think this that the instructor has valuable information from a member point of view and they should be you know talking to the instructor and finding out how things are going and what are members saying in their class it doesn't always happen that way um, because these instructors are in and out the members don't interact with them as much and will go to the front desk and lay complaints or give feedback there um, because they feel like that's where they're going to get some result. Have you ever, like as a participant, question for you, have you ever felt like you've told an instructor something about equipment or an issue happening in, in the gym itself or the class and didn't really think your concern was going to get forwarded? Like, what was the point of you telling the instructor? Um, I'm sure that's something that's happened. I've seen it. <laughs> I've been on the end of it where they've told me things and as much as I've tried to support, I, I don't have the answer and I just give the standard answer. I will make sure I let the manager know and tell them to follow through and follow up, but I can only do what I can do, right? So that's something that makes it really difficult for instructors to be able to, you know, feel part of the whole experience. A lot of times I think instructors feel that they're just pieces of equipment just like the equipment out in the gym so it, it's hard we're, we're people right so we have emotions and we have feelings and uh, the members are people they have emotions and they have feelings and sometimes those two things together can be challenging if you don't have that impartial body in the middle that will support both sides so I think that when it comes to quality of instruction there's a lot of factors um, but the soft skills, like they talked about, are what's going to help you as an instructor uh, get more out of the of teaching, and in turn, the member will get more out of the experience. So, we've kind of talked to instructors about ways to engage with our members and our participants outside of the traditional talking to them before and after class, because sometimes that's just not feasible. And so social media plays a big role as well, creating groups and creating events to get people talking and engaging, um, as well as promotions and having things like the show, the showcase, the group show fitness showcases um, to just encourage people to check out all different types of programs because we can't always have the time to tell our class. We have a couple of seconds to set up hey guys, or at the end, people are leaving already. We try to give announcements about things, try to be inclusive of everyone in the gym. It's falling on deaf ears or no ears at all because people are coming in late or they're leaving early or they don't have, we don't have time to talk to them in between. So a lot of it has to do with um, the setup of how instructors are placed in the schedules. But I would agree with the paper that 99% of it has to do with um, being reward, feeling rewarded and feeling part of the, 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 the whole gym experience and that inadvertently we don't need to be standoffish or mean to not look like we care about their concerns. We just legitimately don't have the resources, the time, we, we can't because we are running from one place to another because perhaps we're not getting paid enough at one facility and we have to teach two or three more extra classes somewhere else.
right? So pay makes a big difference, right? But should a brand new instructor get paid just as much as someone that's been teaching for a long time? Should an instructor that's been teaching for a long time but doesn't do continuing education, doesn't really care anymore, has lost the spark, should they continue to get paid a ton as opposed to a new instructor that's very eager and trying to learn? It's definitely an interesting kind of debate. And part three of this paper talks about pay. I wasn't going to get into it because, like I said, it, this paper is based out of the UK and Ireland, so I can't really speak. It speaks to everything in just general. The bottom line, it talks about instructors should get paid more. So, I mean, that's the bottom line. But, again, what I just mentioned, there's so many different factors as to, as to pay. And then that gets kind of messy, too. Okay, being Giving people different kinds of pay for different things, it's... it's because it's such it's not a regulated industry that's where it becomes a, an issue right so um, until the day it becomes regulated which I don't know if that'll ever happen um, we're always going to be debating whether enough is enough are we getting enough for what we do um, so I personally like to subscribe to the concept of I just want to teach to as many people as I can and share my love and my passion for group fitness with as many people as I can um, and that includes different groups and different times and different facilities and as an instructor I know what I need and it's I seek out those places and for those places that don't have it but still allow me to meet and touch people in group fitness um, I I'm in a place because I'm a veteran instructor. I'm at a place where I know why my purpose and why I do what I do and how I'm going to continue to grow even into the 50s and my 60s. I'm still going to take courses. I'm still going to do continuing education. I'm still going to try to sit on advisory boards. I'm going to join associations. Um, would love to be on a round table for a white paper someday. That, that would be awesome. Um, and I'm still going to keep doing that. Others that might not be their drive because they just that's just not their drive so and that's okay too hopefully those people are you know doing what they want to do when they want to do it and we're moving on so yeah I think when it comes to how the member experience is based on the quality instruction it, it's a bunch of factors it's not just that they stand up and they coach it's interaction before and or after um, genuine empathy for situations and trying to be inclusive of everybody. <laughs>